White Castle, six packs, ribs, four racks, extra cheese, I'll take that. Might fuck around, have some Chick-fil-A, eat whatever I want, it's Darren Strong's epic cheat day. Tune in and hear what I have to say, you're listening to Epic Cheat Day. With your host, Derek Strong. I always start hot anyway, so uh, yeah, you could do what you're doing, I'll do my little intro. Guys, welcome to another episode of the Epic Cheat Day Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Strong, and I have probably one of my most sought-after guests <laughs> for the Epic Cheat Day Podcast, Corey Wagner. Corey Wagner, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, man. What an intro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Corey, why he is one of my most sought-after guests is that Corey is one half of the duo known as Number Six with Cheese. I'm calling you guys a duo, and I'm calling that your team name. Like a, like pro wrestling, you guys are a tag team. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, he, Sean Ely, they have a show on YouTube, on Facebook, pretty much any place where you could actually watch anything nowadays. Uh, it's called Number Six with Cheese. And Corey, would you like to tell my audience what Number Six with Cheese is? Because they'll figure out why I fucking love it. So. <laughs> yeah, man. It's this uh, fun little web series that we have. Uh, we just go around and try food, and we rate it. And bring a little comedic twist to that uh, on, on, on the YouTubes. And um, yeah, fast food, local restaurants, uh, frozen food, hot sauces, you name it, we review it. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. It really is the best. And I mean, talk about a quality fucking show. I mean, if you if you watch the show, it, it looks like something that you could easily see on Travel Channel or any like, you know, high end professional production. I mean, these oh, guys thanks, really man. go to town with it. Um, talk to me a little bit about the, the, what, what was the genesis of number six with cheese? Where did it come from? Where did you guys get the idea? You know, uh, what kind of background do you have? I know you have some performance background. Yeah. Yeah. Hit me with all of it. Man. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've been in comedy forever. I started writing in high school. I've always wanted to be a comedy writer. Uh, part of that journey was coming to Chicago to go through second city. So I did the whole Second City thing. Got Where are you from originally? Uh, Toledo. Toledo, Ohio. Toledo, Ohio. We got a little crew here in Chicago. Me and Zach, I went to high school together. For any of your listeners who know him, I know he's been a past guest. Yeah. Um, and a couple people have been part of our shows or living in Chicago that are also Toledo Toledo folks. Toledo folks. Zach Orion is, uh, yeah, he's a part of the Corey Wagner, Sean Ely trifecta. Little you crew. guys may know him from headlining all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's yeah. been he's crushing it, beast. man. But um, yeah, when I got into the Second City Conservatory, which is like a little bit, it's a little difficult to get into, which is the great part about that is once you're in, at least in my experience, I was only surrounded by just crazy talented people. Nice. Super, super, super talented Oh, folks. congratulations, by the way. Conservatory, yeah, for people bang, who don't bang, know, bang. yeah, the conservatory is not the easiest thing to get Yeah, in. it's a little bit, it's a little tough. And um, Sean was in my class. He had been doing at the time video work for the White Sox, and he was in charge of... Um, uh, Firehouse subs like online content. Okay. And I had been making content myself, like YouTube video, like sketch, like essentially like Key and Peel type sketch videos yeah, yeah, yeah. on YouTube for over a decade at that point. I'd been writing and directing and editing all my own stuff. And so I was like, oh, well, this dude does video. I do video. Let's get together and make something. Uh, it actually started off with a MTV. Uh, audition that I found that needed two people and some video editing. Really? Okay. Yeah. So we did this weird little thing, and then uh, we started hanging out after that. And I was like, "Yo, we got to start a sketch uh, comedy little like YouTube channel. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it." We did. We made one video, uh, the Mahoney Boys. We just brought it back. It's still a YouTube channel. And um, immediately after that, Sean was like, "Okay, that was really really fun. Um, I have this weird idea that I want to do for a YouTube channel." 
I'm not even going to tell you about it because it's too weird. Can you just come and pick me up and then we'll go and film this thing? I'm like, all right, whatever that is. Okay, yeah. sounds a little odd, but let's do this. So I get in the car and he's like, all right, we're going to eat some Burger King and then I'm just going to roll the camera and we're going to talk about it. I'm like, okay, this is the weirdest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but hey, you know what? You made my dumb sketch that I wrote with me. So exactly. Let's just go. Let's see where this ends up. Let's know. do it. And what I didn't know that yeah. Sean knew. He's more into the YouTube world than I am. I like like just basically sketch comedy. I wasn't yeah. as much into the YouTube realm. He was knee deep in this YouTube stuff. And there's this fairly big but still niche audience of people who want to watch fast food reviews. The new item comes out. They want to know if it's good before they spend their money on it. Yeah. And uh, this whole community was out there and getting huge views. And they were all just filming on their phones on the dashboard. And so Sean had this bright idea. Well, if me and this other guy that I know that are pretty funny, if we get together and Sean had all the nice camera equipment yeah. and recording equipment from working for Firehouse Subs and the Chicago White Sox, with, by bringing up the quality of the content and actually being funny and actually having edits rather than these just unedited, long, just drawn out shows, maybe we can like hit a sweet spot with this. Yeah. And sure enough, he put the first video out. Within a day, it had like 3,000 views, which it's really tough to get traction on YouTube. Totally. So totally. that was like pretty huge. And then <laughs> it, it, instantly after that, we started just shifting like... The sketch took a back seat. I mean, for, literally for five years, it took us five years before we put a new uh, sketch video out on that Love sketch it. because we just started leaning all in into number six with cheese. We were quickly getting subscribers within like three months of starting the channel. We had a thousand subscribers the next weekend. We had a big collab that got us another thousand in a weekend. Hell yeah. Two weeks after that, we had talent uh, agencies reaching or a production company reaching out to us, trying to like use our show as a pitch to get us on TV and they were pitching us around to like MTV and the food network and all these different places. Oh, and yeah. so we were pretty instantly like, all right, well there's something here that makes sense as from like a business perspective. Maybe it's yeah. not the thing that we like, it's not comedy. It's yeah. not like our thing that we set out to do when we were at second city, when we started making videos, but you know, sometimes you got to lean into what's working absolutely, and then hopefully you can leverage that at a later point to other opportunities that maybe you'd prefer like yeah. more in your, so that's kind of, that's the story in a, in a Fuck nutshell. Yeah. And like guys, like you got, you really got to check out the shows. They do a great job with it. Um, and uh, yeah, so like the way I found out about Number Six with Cheese was a mutual friend of ours, Pratik Sarvasava, sweetest man alive. Uh, he was just like I this. Yeah, him. I did this food review show. You might like it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, right? And then I don't know how like Number Six with Cheese came up on my YouTube algorithm, <laughs> you know. But I guess I was looking at some kind of food review. We're you a guys, virus, bro. Once you get us, we're we're not yeah, leaving. It's just, it's, it just sticks in there. You guys did something which fucking blew my mind and i saw this i was just like wait let me check this out and then i talked to pratik about it. he's like yeah those are the guys i was telling you no about. way yeah so it was uh the one where you guys did <laughs> i'm not kidding they did this they did a triple mcrib oh right so i love mcribs everybody who listens to this podcast knows that i love mcribs what these mad men mm. did they're like okay let's take this up a notch <laughs> we're not gonna get one mcrib patty they decided to customize it they got three mcrib patties on one sandwich which even to me i'm just like okay there's no way this can conceivably be any good but they did it, and I've been hooked on the show ever yeah, since. Yeah, spoiler alert, it wasn't good. It wasn't it good. It ruined McRibs for me, bro. It was like chewing through flesh. It was disgusting. I yeah. hated every moment of that. See, and that's the thing. Like, McRib, like... It was funny, though. It was funny. Like, the, the bun is such a huge component of the McRib, sure. and I'm sure that's how you had to find it out. It was just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, you need a buffer between that. It's like... <laughs> 
chewy pork flesh that that's right yeah i mean come on that's just you know that's just tails and 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 snout oh, right there shoulder yeah. and all kinds of yeah. weird all nose the- yeah it's disgusting yeah. So, but that's why I love it so much. I customize my McRib. Uh, it doesn't. It's, it doesn't really work as well in practice. But the strong style McRib, and I'm coining that <laughs> strong McDonald's, style. I like it. You know how all these celebrities they get like, yeah, oh, you, got, yeah, you guys are you guys do the reviews for the uh, yep. all the celebrity meals. K-pop and whatnot. Exactly. My the strong style McRib is uh, bacon, mayo, and cheese. I'd, I'd mess McRib. with that. That yeah. sounds that sounds doable. Yeah, I'm sure it's better than three McRib patties stacked is, on top I, of each other. I, I just feel like I need to try it just so I can be like, I want to know what they experienced. You know, like like an empathy experiment here, <laughs> so, just so I can like live through oh, your. Don't do it this. to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. And by the way, guys, as I am recording with Corey Wagner, I'm wearing a number six with t- cheese T-shirt. I have two of them. This is yes. the Jump Cut T-shirt, and I also have the OG original Big Burger. That was the first one you guys started out with, right? No, or was no. It the pocket? The first one that we ever did, which we don't even have this catchphrase anymore. So this is how new I am to the YouTube world when we're first starting out that, that very first episode. Sean was like, all right, well, in YouTube, you need like some sort of catchphrase when you get out of the episode. So uh, just say something to the camera. I'm like, well, what do I say? He goes, just say anything. So I go, eat it, bitch. It's always good. And that was how we ended. And for whatever reason, <laughs> that just comes off the tongue real well. People really latched onto it. It was yeah, just like yeah. really great thing. So our first shirt was an eat it, bitch. It's always good shirt, which was like fire. People loved it. Like we've had a guy offer yeah. us like 500 bucks to like make him one. We won't. We're not bringing it back. God we, damn it. I would totally buy one of those uh, like right now. Like with so, my phone right now. So I would order this shirt. It was great. I mean, I loved it until I started realizing like some of these when we started doing local food reviews and then, you know, you'd meet some of these restaurant owners and it's this yeah. like sweet, amazing old lady who's like just this beautiful soul and then you're like ah oh, yeah yeah check the video out we'll uh, make this video and then i'm thinking in my head i'm like this old lady's gonna have to watch me yell bitch into the camera and i started feeling so guilty just because i'm like i don't know i love old people yeah so, i we ended up having to cut that from the from the world but it's out there in the early ones well wait and also you know and that's true it's like especially nowadays you know certain words are just trigger words in general so oh, i yeah. get it you know you don't want to divide your crowd too much i know for a fact that there's like Maybe the first six episodes of this. I mean, look, I'm never going to be big, and that's fine. I, I I'll get as big as I can get with this, but like the first six episodes, I'm just going to have to. Dump <laughs> There's just no way. There's yeah, dude. No way. There's no way. There's the learning curve, yeah. man. Yeah, bro. I feel that. It's like, oh, you can't say those types of things. Oh. And uh, the reason why I'm looking up here at the timestamp is we are 10 minutes into the episode and I don't have the title the way I title these episodes. Oh, and by the way, the shirt, the reason why I bring up the shirt is I, we're all over the place. But trust me, I'm going to circle back to all these things uh, is you could order shirt all their merchandise, including their hot sauce. These motherfuckers have their own hot sauce. That's some baller shit. OK, and you can and I have some it's I have legit, the hot, right. hot sauce. It's it's awesome. Like if. Honestly, I wish I could get it in volume because um, they need to make money off of it, guys. You're supporting that. It's more for supporting them, but it also tastes really great. Hit up number six with cheese.com. Check out their merch. Uh, yeah, new check merch out the every too. like, uh, I, we're doing like an eight to 10 week schedule now for merch, too. Oh, so hell we're yeah. dropping okay. new shirts every like two months. So it's yep. a suit. Yeah, check on that website. It's dope. Also, check out their Patreon, too. Um, I'm a, a $10 subscriber. You get to see hey. all the episodes for free. Uh, not for free. We only get to see the episodes for free regardless, but you get to see them early. Uh, they also have uh, monthly hangouts. Yep. So, online hangouts. So, you could go on, you know, check. It's it, it's a cool. I still haven't done one, but They're the so fun. It's so unique. Like, it's weird 
all the different like random fans that you just like I've only commented with on YouTube and yeah, you got yeah. fans all across the I mean we have people who tune in sometimes from like Australian shit. That's amazing. And you're like, what? Like onto the Zoom, like they're Patreon supporters and they come and they want to hang out. He like stays up in the middle of the night so that it's like, you know, he's on the opposite schedule. It's it's unreal. So it's a really cool little like thing we get to do is like talk to our fans from across the country and stuff on this like random Zoom link. <laughs> and they listen and like I love the comments section too. Like he said, they comment on it. They're very interactive with their fans too. Like good I, fans. Yeah, I, I mean, you guys have a great fan base, very supportive, and I mean, you guys are putting out great content. And uh, listen, it's not a huge time investment. You guys average out about ten minutes. Oh an yeah, if that man, we yeah. keep it quick. Keep it quick. They get to the fucking point, okay? <laughs> like, listen, McDonald's comes out with a fucking a quarter pounder that has you know grilled onions and bacon on it, which I don't know why they haven't. What it's they brilliant. did it years ago? Yeah, like c- grilled onions and bacon. Come on, we're good. Oh, and by the way, this is for anybody who's wondering. Uh, that's probably the last part you're gonna hear that's non-food specific because this is Epic Cheat Day podcast. And finally, normally I talk mostly about comic comedy. Uh-huh. With comics, because you know comics, they you know they they eat shitty, so that's good enough. But they're not passionate about it. Me and Corey have spent hours, plural, talking about food. That's so that's right. you guys are going to hear that some of those conversations. <laughs> that's right. Before we do that, though, Corey, this is a question I've been wanting to ask you now for months, and I finally get to because the way I title my episodes is based off of the greasiest meal you've had all week. So, Corey Wagner. What is the greasiest meal you had all week? Oh my god, the greasiest meal I've had all week. Let's see. We had Treehouse uh for for the episode. This is all coming out next week. We had Treehouse Detroit style pizza. That was decently greasy, very very cheesy. We had the new Taco Bell chicken sandwich taco thing, trash, not very greasy. My brother Mark hated it. It was gr- not good. It yeah. was not good. Uh and then what else did we have? We had some sort of um Sandwich. You know what it had to have been? It was the smash burgers I made. I made these smash burgers. Uh, actually, that an episode we did a recipe. I swear to God, you need more cooking episodes. Total They're side so thing. Fun. They're that, so fun. You guys killed it. With they just that take first so one. much more work. Of but course. I know we do need more of those. Yeah, and it was cool because it was TAC themed. Yeah, so, you know, which we all know is the shit nowadays. Yeah, so. we we got to partner with um, this uh, company called The Incredibles. The Incredible Edibles. They're the oldest edible company in or in the country, actually. Oh wow. And uh, yeah, we partnered up with them to make a uh, peanut butter weed infused uh, smash burger. Yeah. And the smash burger was so good. Sean found the recipe. There's something about adding soy sauce. That's Ooh, the little trick. That's I, the umami in there. That's I get what it, yeah. does it. And it's uh, it's amazing. So now I make them all the time. And we had yeah. friends over yesterday, and I made those smash burgers, and they are so unbelievably greasy and so delicious. And uh, yeah, it's the greasiest thing I so, had last so, week. So peanut butter top smash burgers. But I didn't have I didn't have peanut butter on this. Uh, oh, you didn't. So it's just a smash I, burger. I, yeah, I'm you only putting. Th- what you top it with? Just some dude old fat. Oh, this is what I did. American yeah. cheese, which nice. is simple but delicious if melted properly. Yeah. Uh, and then we did truff hotter sauce, garlic aioli, and um, that's all. That's all she needed. And there was also mixed in there serrano peppers and uh, red onions. It was man, dude. Oh, and garlic. Oh, so you're going to have a very suitably long title for this. It's going to be called uh, Corey Wagner's episode is going to be titled Smash Burgers with Cheese Topped with Truff Hotter Sauce and Garlic Aioli. Oh, boy. That's a good title. 
It is. And it's, you know, my mouth wet. I was going to say that's like, you know, because I was thinking it was going to be something fast food related, but this just works so much better. Like, I want yeah. this right now. I want yeah. that. And uh, yeah, let's talk. You know, let's talk that up because I know it's divisive for people and it shouldn't be because if you are wondering and scratching your heads, why are these fucking guys what, like what level of pie dad puts peanut butter on a burger? Listen, have you ever had like, you know. Thai chicken. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Thai. Uh, That's right. Thai peanut chicken. They're using peanut butter. That's right. Okay. That was my first time doing it for that. Yeah. That burger we made. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I I've had it. it before, man. Like uh, you'll see it on a lot of menus. It'll, they'll call it the Elvis burger. You yeah, know? yeah. And that's how you know that there's peanut butter on. But <laughs> his fat ass died eating that, right? <laughs> eating it. So he, so he would eat with his, uh, his sandwich was, and I've had it before, and it's fucking great. It's peanut butter, bacon banana on like you know instead of you know like you do a fried sandwich like a grilled cheese yeah why why do they call it grilled cheese it's a fried fucking sandwich okay? that's true yeah so like that's what he would do it he would do like a grilled cheese when instead of cheese he would do peanut butter bacon and banana. like a patty melt yeah oh yeah. that's boss. but with no with no burger in it and then when they decided to like name the burger to mm, like this oh who's I doing see. who's doing peanut butter and savory elvis did that so oh, when they do no peanut shit. butter bacon that's elvis yeah. well he's kind of a fool for not throwing that burger on there to be quite honest i mean yeah let's, let's really be honest here um so okay so you did this peanut butter so you recommend peanut butter on top of savory i think products. i do yeah. i i have to say i do yeah i uh i tried putting people on i was like listen if you want a good sandwich not kidding. Peanut butter, a little bit of honey and bacon. Ooh, and I yeah, love honey just, on stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet and salty, man. Like, let's be honest here. That's the, I mean, that's that, that's a, the, a great flavor profile. It is. That Detroit yeah. salt pizza we had this week had honey on it. Really? Ooh. So good, wow. Uh, now, uh, you guys uh, you guys are pizza aficionados. I swear, like, down the line, what I see for you in terms of, like, the first big food product, number six with cheese, is a frozen pizza. Yo, that'd be sick. That would be sick. You guys do, like, a frozen pizza review, like, every week, it seems. Ba- yeah, just yeah. about. Um, and you did the freshetta, which I've always seen and I've always bypassed, just like you guys. I'm like, no, there's no way. That's it looks in the healthy. organic section. Yeah, I don't know. It's no. delicious. Unbelievable. I was blown away by that. That's fucking great. So, um... And you guys have often talked about, you know, um, your the shortcomings of because I'm a New Yorker, right? I don't cons- I like deep dish, but I don't consider it pizza. I consider I it a casserole. That. I you know? respect that. But it's still good. Like I'll eat it, and I'll eat the fuck out of it, deep dish. But like I'm like this. This is not a pe- like it's not in my head pizza. Um, you guys don't like tavern style. I think it's okay. It's passable. Well, I will say I like uh, like the famous one, Vito and Nick's. Vito and Nick's, dude. Now even that their is frozen legit. is good. Yeah, yeah. It's, I haven't had the fresh. You haven't had the fresh. Oh, bro, fresh. it's dude. It's that is the truth. It's really? just no one on the north side knows how to make it that good. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. other tavern style I've had is trash. If you're gonna do that dumb, are they a, the progenitors of it? Like, is that all from Vito and Nick's? No, I, honestly, sucks? I don't know. Oh, I have no okay. idea. They right. maybe are just the ones who've been doing it the best for the longest amount of time. Okay, so you're saying go out of your way, go to Vito and Nick's, it's have it in it. real life. Yeah, yeah I've drove, I've driven to the South Side for it a couple of times. It's oh, worth hell it. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. So tavern style, but you would say of all pizzas, would you say Detroit is probably your best? Because I know it's like Toledo's what an hour out of Detroit, a couple hours. Yeah, forty five minutes. Forty five yeah, yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always say, and this is something that I'm gonna self admitted that I made this up, but yeah. I'm still pushing it anyways. Uh, Toledo style pizza is my favorite style pizza. Ooh, okay. And we we yeah. actually talk about that in this upcoming week's episode. Really? Yeah, okay. So what's a Toledo style pizza? So it, it's somewhere in between Detroit style and like your regular pizza. So it's not quite as thick as Detroit style, yeah. but it still has a lot more thickness. 
than like your standard pizza and it still has those caramelized edges so the crust is still like crazy crazy crunchy i don't know exactly what makes it so unique but it's just like almost like a mini detroit style pizza yeah okay See, so now you've heard it here first. Toledo has their own style of pizza if you're around the Toledo area. By the way, if also, if you want to go through some of their archives, you guys have a great stretch of episodes from Toledo. Which, yeah, that uh, did super well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that. I, those are some of my favorite episodes because it's just like people don't genuinely, even when they think of Ohio, that you think Cleveland, you know, you'll think of Dayton. Like, I... It's like the way I know of Toledo is from old Bugs Bunny cartoons. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, holy Toledo. Holy, like, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. So, um... Yeah, but like Toledo's a real place. It's not made up just for <laughs> fiction. Corey's from there, and yeah, we'll check out those episodes. I think you guys, you guys definitely do a burger down there, and you do, we're doing hot dogs too, right? Yeah, that's what Toledo's famous for. We're kind of like actually, there's like some like goof maps that have called us Little Detroit because yeah. we're so close, and we're also like we're born from the auto industry. That's where Jeeps are made. The Jeep plant is in uh, is in Toledo. Toledo. It's like. Dude, I grew up right across the street from the Jeep plant. Like, I grew up off Jeep Parkway. Is the name of the <laughs> they street? call no it joke. Jeep Parkway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah. That's um, so, being following in those Detroit footsteps, we're, our main food that people would know us for would be uh, Coney Dogs. Coney Dogs. We're big on those. The big ones are Rudy's and Tony Paco's. Um, Tony Paco's is kind of famous for uh, a generation or two above us yeah. because they were talked about a bunch in MASH. Cause, wow, uh, okay. Wait, what was the... the I think Klinger was from Toledo. Okay. Um, Jamie, who, who Jamie Farr is the actor's name. Jamie who, Farr. Yeah. yeah, Jamie Farr. So he would talk about Tony Paco's in Mash. So they kind of got famous for that. Um, so that's kind of our like our big food is our Coney dogs. I will say I'm a Rudy's guy, not a Tony Paco's guy. And uh, Obama didn't eat at Paco's; he ate at Rudy's. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think that speaks volumes on what who has the best hot dog. You know? <laughs> there you go. There you heard it here. Where you're getting your uh, Coney style dog? I had a great Coney. And they're actually like it's one of the things they're known for shockingly in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh no shit! Yeah, they brought uh they brought um and I'm, I'm they had to have been from Detroit or from the, yeah, yeah. Uh, from the northern uh, Ohio area, but like yeah, this place I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I went there. I was just like, oh my, that was that's actually my first real Coney experience was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So obviously, when I do Detroit and Toledo, I got it. Oh yeah, there. it's way better. That's another thing talking about how. Uh, you know, maybe maybe Chicago. Regional, oh, yeah, yeah. Like Chicago, the, the Chicago dog is dumb. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna say it. You can come at me in the comments if you want. But that dumbass tomato, that dumbass celery salt. Now, now I, how, what I do you think it. about feel about Vienna beef though? The sauce oh, itself. I think it's great. Yeah. Okay. All I right, do right, like right, Vienna right, beef. Right. I yeah, just think I'm a fan too. when you're talking about toppings though. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want like a chili dog? What? Like, come on, bro. Pour some coney sauce on my dog. Hey, Not a tomato and celery salt. Get real, guys. Listen, you're talking to a New Yorker. You know how we do it in New York, I right? I know. Uh, how, with, how do you guys do it? How we do, do uh, mustard and sauerkraut. See, that's, I, I get it. Yeah. I'm not a sauerkraut guy, yeah. weirdly enough. I uh, When I was a kid, I would do, because we also have a, so Sabret is the, the, that's like the New York hot dog. Like they like if you go to Grace Papaya, those are the hot dogs that they're serving. And by the way, if you're in New York or if you've never been to New York, that's the New York hot dog that everybody That's has. the spot. Yeah, yeah, Grace. Any of the papayas, but Grace papaya in particular, uh, that's the first one, and the rest of them, like Mike's papaya, they all spun from there. They all have the same menu. Yeah. Um, and so you could get, like, you have four different toppings. You have, you know, ketchup, mustard, right? Uh, onions and salt. They have chili there, but it's not. 
it like not as good. No, yeah, like even it, my understanding when I saw like what they were putting in the Coney's for um, in Detroit, it's like a different thing entirely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a thicker chili. Um, yeah, yeah, You're, the 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 Detroit one's more of a sauce or saucier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never really mess with the chili, but you get chili. Uh, they might do cheese now. Sauerkraut, onions, and sauce, which is a very—it's like onions in a red sauce. Ooh. It's like fried onions in a red sauce. I try that. They're they're it's delightful. Um, ketchup, mustard, and when I was a kid, I would do ketchup and the onions because yeah, you yeah. know what the kids know. And then I upgraded to the sauerkraut and that's a good upgrade. Mustard. But upgrade. like, yeah, if you're in New York, try the onion. Just try a hot dog with onion, a subred hot dog with onions. It's awesome. I'm very curious. Yeah, we're making a trip to New York here in the next couple of years. Me and my wife and a couple of friends are already. Oh hell it out, yeah! So I'll have to throw that on the list for sure. Definitely, yeah. Grace Papaya, hit it up. Um, God, it's like it, you know what it is. The problem is that I have a glut of questions. Dude, bring them, <laughs> bro. Bring them. All right. So like you mentioned about the the Chicago style, it's like when I first had it. When I first got here, I was like. Okay, this is just weird. Like I, it's just it's too much. It's like, too much. Yeah. You, where's the hot dog in that? You know. It, and I think you're right. When you have like when I, when I had the conies, it's just like everything. It's like a perfect balance yep. of you know of like wet ingredients, dry ingredients, sausage. Yeah, I think that uh, that definitely works out better for me. I don't know of anybody that gets like when I order hot dogs from a Chicago place, I get uh, grilled onions and mustard. Yeah, sometimes relish. Yeah, that's the move. Yeah, I, well, Chicago's weird. We're like, I think Chicago's one of the best food cities. Absolutely, it's amazing. But at the same time, every single one of Chicago's like their foods, yeah, is not what the best thing that you can get here. Yeah, the Italian beefs are all okay. Yeah, except for. That one down on Orleans is damn good. Um, Which one is that? Uh, it's one Leno used to go to. It was like his spot. Mr. Beef's on Orleans, I think is what oh, it's Mr. called. Oh, Mr. Beef's. You know what? I've never had Mr. Beef's. And then there's yeah. that one Johnny's Beef out in the suburbs I haven't had yet. But I, yeah. But the rest of them are okay. The Chicago Dog, nah. Yeah. The, the Deep Dish, nope. Yeah. Those are not what you should be getting if you come to Chicago. There's totally. so much better food in the city. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, like burgers, let's be honest. Oh. I, I just I had Loyalist like a couple of weeks ago. That so was based good. off of their recommendation. Uh by the way, we got uh they they put uh the picture that we took there on their uh no Instagram kidding. page. Yeah, it was I cool. think I saw that on your yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So that that was cool, but like when you guys pitch it, I'm just like this twenty dollars for a burger because I'm cheap, you know. Me too, everybody bro. knows it, but like yeah. Like you take a bite out of this burger and it's just it's you get it. You're like, okay, I understand why you do this. It's pretty I, unreal. It, pretty the fucking burgers unreal in burger. this city. That might be the food. Yeah. That Chicago does best. Yeah. And it's like I think the loyalist was ranked by a few places as being the best burger in the country, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least as of like a year or two ago, I remember that happening. So you got the you got the loyalist. You have Cheval. Um, Dude, there's so many. Uh, the new one that's like the new kid in the on the block. The new kid on the block. Yeah, yeah there's bro. a new. Listen, there's a burger scene in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, is so. this burger called Big Kids or the restaurant's called Big Kids? I saw that episode. Yo, that looked fucking amazing, dude. And it's only available Monday, right? Fridays. Fridays. Okay, so it's available one day a week. It's at a place called Big Kids. They have like a very. It's like a kids motif, right? Like they like things like it looks like it's drawn like the font is yeah, like, yeah, yeah it looks yeah, like a yeah, yeah. like kid drew it and. You know, like like crayon like aesthetic is the best way to describe yep. it. And uh, yeah, talk to them about this burger. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so killer. They just got a great smash burger, and I don't know what it is, but they got this special sauce 
And it's like, I guess the idea is, is these two like legit great chefs during the pandemic found some foods that they could do with uh, carry out only. And they were like, well, we had this idea. Well, well, instead of having all the overhead of having an actual restaurant and the wait staff, let's do a carry out only restaurant. And it's these two like pretty renowned chefs, I guess, that got together, came up with this idea, opened this restaurant. They only do carry out. And uh, they have amazing smash burgers on Fridays. It's the craziest oh thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wild. Is it Mondays? It might be Mondays. Now that you say that, I and don't how, know. how much are people throwing at this uh, experience uh, at, at this burger experience? The big kids. That one's yeah. not bad. I think that one was less than ten bucks. I want to say that was like seven bucks or something it's like that. Awesome. Yeah, that's so. the because some of them are expensive, bro. We've had some like twenty five dollar burgers that like honestly weren't even worth it, but. Yeah, what and, that, do do? and that's something that kills me, too. It's just, you know, if you're spending a premium price for a product, it's even if you're using premium ingredients, you could still fuck it up in execution. So Good. many ways. Yeah, I did. So many ways. And uh, yeah, that's something I want to touch on, too, because I think that, you know, especially with my listeners, like I do have like, you know, so I, I, I have a knowledge of all food. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. I try. I you know. I try. I try to to go as wide with my knowledge as possible. Uh, you know, and as deep as I could afford. So just because I talk about fast food a lot and I like fast food, for me, it's just like it's a different experience eating fast food than when I'm going to like a two Michelin star restaurant and I'm sitting down. But I have an appreciation for both. Oh, yeah, okay? me too, hundred percent. And I think one of the things that you guys do on the show excellently is balance it out like it's not you're just doing fast food you're doing fast food but you're also going to the twenty dollar you know yeah. gat rated burger spot and having that and you are picking the burger on the menu it's not like you're going like by the and, and loyalists it's not like you go there and you have different options for burgers they have one burger and by the way they have only one chef and that's all he does is make the burgers so crazy like that's all his job is burger making and then they have the rest <laughs> of the chefs doing everything else that's how much they give a fuck about this burger but like you know so you know that's the thing it's just like yeah you can have yoshi's i want to try yoshi's that looked amazing that was the wagyu beef yes yeah. yeah 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 that one was pretty good that one was one that was like i maybe wouldn't suggest spending the money on that one how much was that was like that was like yeah 20 20 to 25 yeah, yeah, so yeah. that was a little bit and it was it was good yeah. but i just don't know if it's that good yeah, i mean and you know and that like that's one of those cases where you're paying a premium for you know the the fried green tomato the fried good, green, and the yeah, wagyu beef the yeah. wagyu beef it is cool yeah. to at least try it you know See, and that's the thing like you and that uh, you need to be able to still have a good palate and a, 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 a far reaching palate, even to judge foods that are, quote unquote, less quality, because, you know, what? hey, it's still an experience. It's still a food experience. If you can't, you know, if you can't judge a, a Little Caesars pizza on its own merit versus, say, a video Vito and Nick's on its own merit, it's two different things, two different things, dude. two different things, you know. I, sometimes I crave a little Caesars. I wish there was one in our neighborhood, Dude. man. That would be fucking for great. Five, the hot and ready, bro, for five dollars. Five it's right there. It's right and there. And now they you got those. Be... Have you seen those? Uh, how you get them now? The pizza portal. Do you know about the pizza portal? I don't know about that. Put me on to the okay, pizza bro. portal. Light portal. Little Caesars is just living in like the year 3000 over there, bro. Fuck it. Yeah. If you order food online, they put the pizza in this like they have this box uh, at the front, it's almost like a fridge with a bunch of clear little gates that open up, a bunch of little layers. Sorry, and, one second. Yeah, okay. I, I keep talking. Tell me about the pizza portal. I just have to make sure. And when you order, you can uh, you get a little code and you go to their pickup and it tells you your pizza's in tray three. You go over to this little glass, almost safe, 
and you, it gives you a code, a little four-digit code. You pop it in, and the door opens, and then there's your pizza. You just grab it. You don't have to deal with anybody. It's the most amazing thing. It's the pizza portal. It's magic, dude. That is. See, see that guys are innovating, and I, I, you see other restaurants or other fast food places. They do so. You know, they do this similar where they have like the kiosk, the self-serve kiosk. Yep. Which I hate the fact, and and people. By the way, as as a person that worked at Jewel, uh, and everybody was just like, "Oh, are you worried about like the self?" the the self yeah, checkouts yeah, like taking your, your jobs absolutely not because you know what it's a pain in the ass for us to work let alone somebody who has no idea Bro, what the fuck right. they're doing uh but that being said well it's kind of like you know they have the self-serve kiosk at um mcdonald's and taco bell here's why those are beneficial and why you're not really necessarily taking away a job because that person instead of having to talk to you and worry about like all of your customized options they just see it printed out right in Boom. front of them get to work yeah nice and easy yeah, yeah just streamlining the process streamlining the process that's all that person's still employed efficiency not efficiency, efficiency. efficiency. <laughs> that's right and i know for taco bell like taco bell does something that no other fast food restaurant does and this is why i think they have an edge especially with uh you know given you know being in a, a, a urban environment and being with people who are vegans and vegetarians they have that option right on top where you pick vegetarian and it'll just shift it right over all, all the items that are considered vegetarian just show up on their menu and i think that's genius it's brilliant bro who yeah. knew technology was going to be taking us this far we exactly. all hope for cameras on our phones we didn't know we really wanted taco bell yeah and, and veggie yeah exactly veggie specific options at taco bell and how much sour cream do i want i want more <laughs> than the average right. person i like a little bit more um so taco bell yeah they got that new chicken why why trash what are you doing taco don't do bell? it Stay people don't like, do it well it's just like when mcdonald's had the fucking wraps it's just like <laughs> yeah right like, no they're like this oh the big mac wrap i i'm like no and <laughs> now do it bro <laughs> i forgot about that bro i'm about to have nightmares tonight that was so right, gross gross like what like nobody wants a big mac like that mm -hmm. ever and of course like i'm like this oh okay i like big macs let me try that no 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 dude, no have you ever seen it? I'm sure you guys have seen it because, uh, oh, they all, also, I don't know if you guys are still doing these episodes. Uh, I don't remember when the last one was. Um, and I watch every episode. Like, I don't know their fucking catalog. Anyway, 2,000 videos. It's tough to keep track. It's tough to keep track, but I don't know if you guys still make your way down there. But the international, tell everybody about the international oh. McDonald's. Yeah. We, the only reason we aren't right now is because of COVID. They put a, they put the brakes on it until COVID's over. Really? Yeah. And it might even be, that was the last time we checked was like closer to like, when lockdown had just lifted. But um, so McDonald's corporate is in Chicago in like the West Loop area. And so they got this really cool thing at their corporate headquarters. They have a McDonald's down there and they have an international menu that they rotate. I don't know, once every quarter or so yeah. where they take some of their menu items from Singapore and New Zealand and Italy and they serve them in the uh, corporate offices at the corporate McDonald's that they have there. So you can, anytime you see all these like weird items, um, I'm trying to think of what ones that we've had that were like real odd. I can't really think of any of the names. They're all so unique, but I mean, I'm sure people have seen yeah. that they have different international items from McDonald's. You're like, what is Singapore doing with McDonald's spaghetti? Well, yeah, you it, might get it at the McDonald's corporate offices. They have it. You can purchase it. It's now. pretty cool though. It's cool trying like, Oh, poutine from Canada. And yeah. you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, like, let's see how McDonald's does that. Why not? You know? Totally. 
uh, I remember when I was a kid and I didn't try it because I thought it was just like I didn't re- I didn't understand the concept of like McDonald's doing regional things because even within the U.S. they do regional things. There's places where you could get a cherry pie as well as an apple pie. Oh uh, shit! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like there, the McRib is available sometimes in places like at other times during the year, oh, other no than kidding. winter. Yeah. So um, especially like so, like it depends on how much the owners putting in because you sure, know the like franchise the, yeah, the franchise owners. Um, like I went to one, they had like a, a McDonald's themed, like game, uh, not GameCube, Nintendo 64 kiosk. Oh yeah. I've seen one of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or so wait, no, like, not McDonald's themed. I've just had the N- Nintendo 64 kiosk and. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like it had like the whole setup, like Nintendo, like gave them permission to like set this whole thing up and it had like the, the McDonald's themed. I'm sure that thing is worth That's a pretty fortune cool. right That's now. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so I was in, uh, I was, I was staying at Martha's Vineyard in Cape Cod, right? And uh, I saw a commercial for the McLobster roll. Yo. So it's available seasonally throughout the summer, I believe, in just that, in just New England. Sure. Just New England. Makes sense up there. Yeah, it totally makes sense up there. And then, like, I was just like this. Oh, that can't be good. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It can't be good. But, like, you know what? I wish I tried it because I I thought it was everywhere and that I could just go back to New York and get it. It's like, nope. Now you got to make a special trip. Trip Now you got to drive 15 hours or whatever it is. 15 hours, yeah, to get fucking... (laughs) <laughs> Big lobster rolls. Uh, yeah. Um, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, the International McDonald's, we have that here in Chicago. Uh, and um, so, okay, so let's go back to the technicals on the show. I'm just way into this conversation. I love it, dude. I yeah, love it. It's fucking awesome. So you guys do all the editing yourself, right? Yep. Me and Sean, we split them. And which I was I, that blew my mind because I had genuinely thought it was just like it was, you know, Sean's deal. You know, you were just, you know, the the comic relief, I guess, in pro wrestling terms, by the way. So uh, to, just to show my wrestling. Oh, I prowess, know some of these. The, some the of these. heel. I know that phrase. Heels the bad guy. Yep, baby yep, face yep. the good guy. So in a tag team and Jim Ross came up with this, uh, this naming convention for the tag team and in, in tag teams, there's two different wrestlers that and they, they work as a team and you look at each of the wrestlers differently and they, he says there there's the stake and the sizzle right and the stake the wrestler that's referred to as the stake they're the worker they're the guy who goes in the ring they don't really have the it, it's they're less about their personality and more of their work performance in the ring and the sizzle is the guy who does like the the high flashy yeah, moves and talks on the mic stuff. the big performance yeah. stuff but he's used sparingly right so when I look, watch, you know, number six with cheese or anytime I see Perry, yeah. I think who's the steak and who's the sizzle. <laughs> That's hilarious. That works yeah. for us fairly well, man. It's Absolutely. Great. And it's just like, it's like, okay, so Sean's the steak. Yeah. This is, you're doing That's it, kind of the doing... characters we play. Totally. You know? Yeah. That's why I, I think a lot of people don't realize that I do like half the editing. Uh, just because like that's our characters. Like I play the dumb idiot. Yeah. And Sean plays like the guy who like keeps the show like going. <laughs> right on yeah, track. Like, he, he's yeah. like the glue that holds it together. Which is uh which is great though. And I mean so how long does it take for you to edit an episode? It's not too bad. It's like so formulaic at this point. Yeah. And um, you know, you just do something enough times you get like quicker at it, more efficient. Probably like about three hours, I'd say, top to bottom, get an episode it's done. Really not that bad. I mean, you guys. I mean, obviously, you know, you have probably a fairly streamlined system at this point. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. well-oiled machine. Um, who? Okay, this one I've wanted to ask you for a long time, and I was saving it for this. And by the way, uh, no, actually, no, fuck that. No apologies for this. I am an <laughs> ask a nerd question. It's Epic Cheat Day podcast with Derek Strong. It's my podcast. I'll do what the fuck That's I want. That's right. So. Uh, the B-roll footage. Where do you guys get that? Is it stock footage, or are you guys actually like shooting everything all the time and then just using that? So it's we got it really easy. There's 
there's a couple different versions that we have. Like for the most part and for the longest amount of time, all we do is I go pick Sean up. Yeah. And then as we drive in between, we do three episodes at a time. Yeah. And as we drive to the episodes, Sean just has the camera out the window and gets certain angles that he knows are going to work and yeah. gets that B-roll. And then once we review those three different um, restaurants, we just split the footage up and split the B-roll up uh, to go do our edit. Now- by that, the way, I was featured on, I was part of the B-roll right. footage on the episode. That's they were going right. to Buffalo Wild Wings. I was going to American Bagel Company and uh, on Belmont. And then I hear this horn honk and I see somebody with a camera out the window. I was like, holy shit, it's Yeah, them. dude, that was so, hilarious. Yeah, that was fucking great. Perfect timing could have yeah. been. Uh, but like there's things like you guys have like aerial shots so, and stuff like that. You're clearly getting that from some So that's like, so footage. like all the ones I episode I, yeah. or that I do in my episodes, I just use the stuff from where we drive around. Right? Okay. During the pandemic, Sean got in the habit, you know, this is just like a hobby for him. He just enjoys, he lives pretty close to downtown. Yeah. He walks and he's got a drone. And so he just one day a week oh, walks downtown. Yep. And wow. he just takes his drone out and like spends a day just going and getting cool footage. And then in his edits, he peppers in all that like unique, cool downtown Chicago, more like Fuck in the yeah. city stuff. So that that's, which is also a good way. You can always now, you'll always be able to tell now which episode. Yeah. yeah. Mine are the ones that are only exclusively B roll from the cars. And Sean always peppers in. He has a little like, Every day, just a good mental health move for him. He goes out and just goes and gets B-roll. And it's like a good relaxing like afternoon for him. Totally. And for, okay, for, you know, just to bring people up to speed, B-roll footage is footage that's non-specific to the actual episode. It's like, it's, would you call it filler footage? Yeah, or like the way I think about it, because like I think of our show as like almost like a TV show is how yeah. it's built. And at the beginning of like an episode, let's say like Full House, you always do like establishing shots to show like where it's located. Oh, yeah. I know this is San Francisco because of these hills and stuff. And you're showing the title screen over that. That's exactly how our show's built. It starts with an opener where we intro what we're doing. And then it goes to the establishing shots and credits, which are like essentially showing the title of the show, B-roll to let you know where we're at. It's telling a story. It's showing you yeah. us get to the restaurant and then into the episode. So it's kind of like the opening credits of a show when you see all that random like footage of the city. You're like, oh, okay, that's essentially what we're doing. We're grounding ourselves in where we're at. Well, yeah, and that's also another thing. Like, because it would always drive me crazy because I know because I used to see Corey all the time going to the jewel that I worked at, and uh, so he lived right across the street from there. So when you would go to like when you guys would go to like places in the neighborhood, yeah. I'm just like this. Where the fuck are they driving to? Yeah. It's like, did they go a full loop around the city? It's like, no, I picked up Sean first. We drove back. I'm like, oh, that makes yep. so sense to the world. I get it. Now yep. I understand. Nice and efficient that nice way. Nice and too. efficient that way. You're killing so many birds with one stone. By the way, and I I honestly, because you understand what an established shot, establishing shot is, I, and this a total non sequitur to the episode, I apologize for my audience. <laughs> okay. Deal with it. This has bothered me my entire life. There was a show when I was a kid called Charles in Charge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay? You know Charles in Charge with Scott Bale, right? They would have an establishing shot of the Pembroses, and I forgot the name of the family that took over halfway through the series, but they would have an establishing shot of their house, 
And I am not kidding. To this day, I have no idea what I'm looking at. <laughs> like architecturally, I have no yeah. idea. It's like they show it and they just show like it looks like wood paneling. And I'm just like this. Wait, what? is that? Well, yeah. What are it's you showing? Shitty me right establishing now? shot. Yeah, it's it's awful. Gives no information. <laughs> None. Just, just leaves you confused. Yeah, the only reason why I know they're showing they're about to show me a shot in the house is because I've seen the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I have no That's idea. Funny. Yeah, it's weird. It's like I don't know why those weird. little things bother me too. And I see it just never leaves your head. Yeah, then. and like another thing too, like the, you guys do it really well. Where basically, like if you follow the B roll footage, like and you know, because like if you live in Chicago, you kind of know like when you guys are going to the yeah uh, the neighborhoods, the neighborhoods. So like when you go to um uh fucking Panda Express, just like oh, okay, I know which Panda Express because yep. you could follow where they're going with the B-roll footage, it bothers me, like, in movies. Like, for example, there's a couple of examples. My favorite one that I tell people is, like, Rocky, because I lived in Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you can't go the route that, that he run. goes. You can't. Yeah, yeah. You can do part of the run and then do another part at a different time, but, like, the full run that he takes, like, will take you to, like, three different parts of the city. And he shot it because he was just like, I just wanted to show off Philly. It's not supposed to of be. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I feel sometimes when I'm watching Shameless. And I, sometimes I'm like, that train, this doesn't make sense where they're at or, like, the prices of things. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. it just, but. You know, ninety nine percent of people watch anybody who's not from that city. Exactly, it's, it's over exactly their head. They don't care. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a movie called Premium Rush, awful movie. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Oh, I love him. I'm surprised he did a horrible movie. That's oh, sad. it was bad. And like Michael Shannon, fr- Chicago oh, native, legend, plays the villain in it, and it, it's about a bike messenger, right, in Manhattan, and specifically the neighborhood Decent I grew up so in. Far. Decent premise. It's if you watch it. He, he basically is delivering, like, I think it's, like, drugs. No, it's sure. not drugs. Oh, it's weirder than that. And he's so, tricked into it, I'm sure. He's tricked yeah. into it, yeah. So, basically, it's, like, but he's, you know, it, and he's supposedly the best bike messenger that ever messaged the bike. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, the kid can get there in 10 minutes flat. Yeah, exactly. So, you, you got the basic premise. But, like, it's, like, they did a great job of, like, going through this neighborhood. And then, just for no reason... They show him like biking on the other side of town. I was like, you just want yeah, to get a, the director just yeah. had a hard on for some location. For some like, location. I need that location. I need it there. And I'm just like, ah, oh, you fucked this. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Silly things like that. All right. Back to food. Because that's what everybody cares about is the food. <laughs> um, and you guys have smart like you don't understand. Like they've been fe- like they've been featured on commercials. Uh, yeah. You know, they you know, they have sponsorship. Uh, Corey makes a good portion of his money. Doing number six with cheese. That's, that's the, why you should fucking support it and at least buy one piece of merch. Yeah, that's, that's the sole income for uh, the last two years now. It's been just number six with cheese. Yeah. So, you know, support local, support artists, man. We're really trying to put the content out there for people. Exactly. And listen, a lot of comics listen to this. Thank God, not all comics, but a lot of comics listen to this. Look, there's so many ways to skin this creative cat. Corey Wagner started out as a performer doing one thing. He's doing food reviews, comedic food reviews, but he's doing food reviews and he's making money doing that and living a fucking dream that maybe you didn't have before. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Of course. There's no way. But it's just like now you're like, oh, shit, this might actually be fucking better, which I can't think. I know for I know for a fact most comics that I know would love to be able to say that they just do comedy for a living. Of course. You know, that I think is the goal of 90 percent of comics, you know. So the fact that you're able to do something that's adjacent to that and fucking, you know, pay your bills with it is incredible. And it's efficient. Like you can figure out nowadays, like how to make these types of like content and, you know, with maximum three days a week are 
I have to dedicate towards number six, which is yeah. that still leaves a ton of time for me to focus on like all my other writing or, or I can leverage the show. Like over the pandemic, I did a, there was three pilot scripts that I had written and uh, worked on with my writing partner and with and Zach Ostis came in and helped write on all three of them, helped a bunch, um, even helped create one of them. And we were able to get like sponsorship. We didn't get any money, but because of the number six, which cheese show, we had a relationship with Sweetwater and they oh, like yeah. technically sponsored these uh, live um, table reads that we had for these three scripts that I wrote where they sent a bunch of beer over. Like I said, we don't get paid for that, but like still you can kind of leverage something into things that you care more about. So I love writing. I got to use this opportunity to like reach and there were 2000 people watching those. Yeah. Those script readings, and so I wouldn't have been able to do that without building up my number six with Cheese audience. 100%. Never be able to have 2,000 people listening to me, you know, listening to actors read the things that I wrote. But I could do that because of the show. So yep. it's, like, pretty and, incredible. And by the way, for these script readings, he does use local talent. So if you're a comic, reach out to Corey. Uh, you yeah, know, man. follow them. Uh, you guys had Amber Autry on one of them. That's my yeah, dude, I love dude, Amber. I met She's her. She was also part of our conservatory crew. Oh really? Well, that makes all the sense. That was yeah before yeah. Uh, before she started doing stand up. Oh wow, okay. Or maybe she had been doing it. And I just didn't know at the time, but yeah, she's yeah. she's she's awesome. And we've had a ton of comics on the show too. Absolutely, like Pratik, I mentioned before. You yep. had him. You guys had Mike Dale McPeak. Yeah, Dale, yeah. dude. All kinds. I of I want to try those fucking wings that you had on the Dale oh, show. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, the lollipop wings. Yeah, those lollipop wings. It was easier. I used to run a stand up show, so it used to be real easy to meet. Talk about your stand-up show a little bit. I know it was at Playground. What was it called? Buzzed. Buzz. Guess what the premise for Buzz is. Oh, my God. That was so fun. You just get blacked out. We throw all the empties on the stage. Everyone Love would just it. have so much fun. Anybody who knows, he's been out of the city. He's been in L.A. for a long time, but A.J. Lubecker. Um, I don't know if you ever met him, but he was an awesome dude. Yeah. Uh, he was the one who started the show and brought me on to help him out with it. And, oh, hell yeah. Um, taught me how to run a stand-up show for three months before he moved to L.A. and then was like, here run this and so i got to adjacently be part of stand-up like that, that's incredible and i'm getting back into it now too oh really okay yeah me and zacko uh his show um uh sorry, sorry for, for killing. killing yeah which is at the lincoln lodge and not he, anymore we switched to the chop shop oh is that the one where they have the fucking great screen Huge, in the background yeah. awesome screen yeah which was another like thank god for number incredible. six with cheese our manager for number six with cheese helped like make that networking connection totally to i'm doing it october oh shut up yeah. really yeah, i'm doing the halloween episode no shit oh okay. awesome dude that's yeah, yeah. that's great yeah we're uh we're I'm supposed to do september but i had a scheduling conflict because i got i'm on at the laugh factory oh in yeah september yeah. Dude, that's that's cool. Yeah, we speaking. We partnered on on that. Speaking of, speaking of Laugh Factory, guys, come out to the Laugh Factory September nineteenth. This episode, I'm pushing this one yes. to the forefront. So we're probably gonna put this out either this Tuesday or next Tuesday. Come out to the Laugh Factory September nineteenth. All you can eat, uh, and if you use the promo code Eater, uh, E A T E R, lowercase, uppercase, doesn't matter. Use Eater. Uh, the tickets are free. Um, and yeah, come out and uh, it's a show that I'm producing along with Jeremy Drasner. Uh, Jess Martinez uh, We have a great lineup of comics Please come out It's going to be a hell of a good time It's called All You Can Eat It's uh, And take this for whatever you want In terms of information uh, But the premise of the show is We want to focus on comics Who feel passionately about food <laughs> I love it dude And yeah. the Life Factory is so fun If you guys don't come out to that You're a fool You're a fool It's such a great time to go there Especially Bro this guy's offering free tickets Yeah 
what are you doing? It's They're a Sunday $20 night. tickets. It's a Sunday night. What else are you doing? Yeah, go there and check this show out, man. Whatever you're doing is is exponentially lamer than coming out to my show and showing That's support. a fact. Um, and I know you guys uh, had mentioned to me, and I can't wait for this, that I might be doing an episode of Number Six with Cheese, which when 100%. I do it, I will be I will be talking it up unbelievably. So Yeah, uh, yeah. literally whenever, like, if... I don't know if we can fit it in before your show. If not for this show, like we should do it to promote. When you have something that you want to promote, that's I the best time to do it. I would love to promote. Uh, uh, what's we we'll call it? Um, um, all you can eat, but you know, because we do, listen. Is it a monthly show? Or? Uh, well, that's the thing. So it can be a monthly show if, if a lot of people come out yeah, yeah. and they support us. Well, let me let me see if I can get us uh, hooked up for. For like getting you on as a guest before that would be awesome, dude. Dude, that would be fucking incredible. I have a couple of ideas for foods um, in advance, so uh, yeah, I bet you do, bro. I bet you got some good ones. Those I, are our favorite guests, ones who like know exactly what they want to feast on the I, show. There's there's three options. That oh, I have. bro, three. hell yeah, hell three. yeah. Two of them are pro- because of their price, and one of them I already know is going to be absolutely horrible, but it's so gimmicky that it's just like... Th- it's just good ha- clickbait. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. Exactly. Yeah, dude. So, I don't think it's been featured often, and I don't think too many people know about it. Dude. So, uh, oh, yeah. I'm excited yeah, to hear yeah, about yeah, this, yeah. man. Uh, but you know what? I'm not going to spoil it now. You guys are going to have to yes, watch the number yes, six with yeah, cheese yeah. episode featuring Derek Strong, uh, and they have had comics on there before. Uh, they had t- You guys had TJ... I'm going to fuck up his last name. TJ Sapochi. I never know how to say it either. I'm such a bad friend. I love that kid yeah, too. He's, he's such so, a good guy. Oh, he's yeah, the he's nicest. Great. And that episode you guys did was great too. Uh, he's you guys had great, the burgers. Man. Fucking awesome. He's such a good dude. Um, and so you got the you got number six with cheese going fucking strong. Uh, again, Patreon. Um, they do uh, cameos too. So if you want Corey and Sean, <laughs> give you a little shout out. We're like the cheapest people out. on there. Nineteen bucks, dude. Nineteen bucks is not bad yeah. considering like fucking. Brett Favre's like five thousand. And 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 you know <laughs> and listen, uh, a little gray dick. Remember that when he took that picture of his dick? I ha- I honestly, mm. Brett Favre could have unless he had sex with an underage person <laughs> and got what to, I wouldn't know. I know he's a quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know nothing about sports. Oh, I know. He's I, got an oddly shaped gray dick that made the uh, news circle for a while. It was gray? Got, yeah, from what I remember, he got busted for a dick pic and it was, he's old, man. He's got that old He's got that old man crotch, bro. To color, for $5,000, he bet, I, I just want to see the dick. You know, that's what I'm asking <laughs> that's for, what I'm you know? For, like, Five grand. Shit. Don't wish my dad happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I want to yeah. like, I want to see that Farvecock. So many Green Bay Packers fans are so mad right now, <laughs> <laughs> slamming this dude. Don't that? And now my understanding is like that's the big rivalry here is the Bears Packers, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so what's your team, Detroit? Yeah, I'm a Lions, Lions guy. guy. Yeah, yep. So sense. we just are losers. <laughs> that's good. Just the life I oh, gotta live. I was gonna say the Bears. Uh, I remember when they were in the Super Bowl when I was a kid in '86, yeah. and that was it. That was yep. One and done. Same thing with the the Mets were eighty seven. I remember and like they didn't oh, get no back shit. to the World Series until you know till the subway till the against the yeah, Yankees. Right? Subway. Yeah. The only sport I used to watch regularly was basketball. And again, New Yorker, obviously a New York Knicks fan. 
and uh, basketball fan in the 90s. You could guess what happened there. They kept going up against fucking Michael Jordan. I, know. I liked them back then, too. Yeah. Oh, they were beasts. It was incredible. You had fucking Ewing And then Starks. they had to go yeah. against uh, the Lakers after that. They finally yeah. make it back, and Kobe and Shaq had to go. Oh, so yeah. It's it just like, oh, and that was uh, Sprewell was on that team, right? Yeah, Sprewell, was, Alan Houston, Alan Houston. Patrick so, Ewing, Marcus Camby. Dude, that was my squad. I loved those guys. And then, like, so it was just like, I got my heart broken so many times. It's like, all right, I can't I'm do done this with anymore. it. I'm yeah, tapping I feel out. You, bro. I feel I'm tapping you. out. And I like I would get way too nerdy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like one of those stats. That's guys. how I got to be a step away from sports, or else I get too deep. I'm like, wait, Corey, you have goals in life. Why are you spending so much time on sports, bro? Go fucking edit a video, you loser. My God, and like, dude, all these comics, like, that's now one of their one of the other vices of the plethora of drugs that these fuckers do is sports betting and i'm just like oh i have friends who do that they get so deep on it so dude i think the alliance tight ends gonna have more than three catches this you know sunday like dude you're betting on that jesus christ man yeah dude it's just 500 bucks like bro what the fuck there's no just 500 dollars just 500 dollars is when you're talking about rent yeah right my rent is $600. It's just $600, and that's for a roof over my head. That's not for a... Jesus Christ. That, that hit me. That hit me. It's wild, bro. These people have real jobs. It's crazy how they throw money around. You know what it is, though, and I get it. I get it in the in the sense of because all of their life is... And I'm not knocking them. It's just like, listen, if you're happy, you're happy. If $500 is what gets your dick hard, it gets your dick hard. Or if it gets your yeah, clam... Yeah, fuck it. I'm not here Or if it what gets your clam wet. I, yeah, you know, yeah. Let's be all inclusive. Yeah, here. it's right. Uh, if you, get, you know what I mean? So, like, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's just like if I was working a day job... You're just observing. Observing. Yeah, exactly. If I was working a day job, 50, 60, hours a week which is what you know if you're getting paid over 50 grand a year you're working 50 60 hours a week it's just that simple um you know and my weekend consisted of just sports yeah you would have to gotta spice it up up. yeah that's right that's right um how do you feel about the conventional nine to five like it's uh I mean, I mean, psh, clearly not about it I the, <laughs> yeah I was gonna say I, you like, know, I mean and I yeah. have like a well, I'm, a lot of people probably don't realize, but I have an electrical engineering degree. Yeah. And I did well. I graduated second in my class. So I. Zach, Zach was an electrical engineer. I know he's an engineer. Yeah, he's an engineer. You know, I thought he was an electrical too, and I brought that up the other day, and he corrected me. He's huh. some other engineer. I'm not, I can't remember, but it's, it's I love close telling people that too because, like, I, I, I fucking love Zach and I just love telling that because I think, oh, he's like, you know, big dumb frat brute. boy. Lo- yeah. You know, he's so not like, fratty, too. Yeah, he's not fratty. You know, he's not I mean, a that was lunk. my That was my yeah. roommate in college. Exactly. This Hilarious. is his best friend right here. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, he can tell you, like, he's one of the most literate people, reads all the oh, fucking yeah. time. He's a big fucking nerd, you know. Smart guy. Smart guy. Yeah, and he's an, adds an engineering degree. So you, you're, man, I can't think of a. There are people who really, though, get really deep into the engineering game and fucking love it. Yeah, like, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I loved it, but I just love art more yeah. and making my stuff. And so I, I clearly had an opportunity to go into that, like, 9 to 5. And I did, you know, part of my – I went to University of Toledo and part of their program, they have a mandatory – they call it co-op. It's essentially an internship, but it's paid. Yeah, yeah. So it's mandatory that you go and intern for three semesters. So I worked for a year straight for, um, like, a, a, a engineering company doing engineering work. And I fucking wanted to kill myself. It was brutal, yeah. brutal, 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 brutal. Not something I was not. Ha- I was depressed way more often, even though I had way more money. Even as yeah. an intern, I made like close to 60 grand. Yeah. And 
Uh, I used that money to move to Chicago, and then not I've I've have not worked in that field since. I've only had like little shitty jobs to like get myself through until I was able to make this money with YouTube and survive barely Absolutely. right now. Yeah, and I'm so much happier, and I've way way less money. I make almost no money. I'm skin of my teeth. I'm surviving, but I just not as depressed. Absolutely, same thing. Uh, similar thing with me. Le- slightly less money, but similar thing with me. I was working at a. Uh, CVS. I was an assistant store manager. Mm-hmm. Was making forty-five a year. My next, uh, my next uh, position would have been a store manager and training sixty-five a year. Yep. And then with my own store, if it, if it was downtown, because it depends on where your sure, store is. Sure. Uh, my boss was getting ninety-five. A year, yeah. Right. Okay. But she was on call six days a oh, week. Yeah. Comedy, forget it. You're never doing it because you yep. never know when you're going to have to go in. That's your store with your name on it. Anything fucked up happens. You're going in. Yeah, you're responsible yeah. for it. Too many people call off. Guess who's running the cash register? You. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I hated it. I hated it every <laughs> yeah. second of every day that I worked there. Did I save any money? No. I would fucking you know, treat myself to all-you-can-eat sushi. Because I was sad drink. you were yeah, exactly. from working. Yeah. Yep, 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 you know? yep. I feel that, bro. So, yeah. yeah, I'm not for the 95. Like, absolutely and not. And I get that's for people. It's another thing. I'm not yeah. judging people who, like, if that's your path, I think it's good that people have different paths, you know? It, totally, totally. It's just, yeah, it's exactly. Not it's for like, me, though. Whatever puts a smile on your face at the end of the day is what matters. I made, I survived off of $15,000 last year. Yeah, bro. And you know something? Happiest year of my fucking life. Right. Happiest year of right. my life. You know, working at Jewel part-time, you know, and doing comedy when I wanted to, as much as I wanted to, and having friends in my life and being able to keep my focus on that and going to a job where I could just turn my brain off, fucking unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. important, dude. It is. It is. And, you know, especially for people who have a creative bend, you know, whatever day job you can do with as minimal investment yeah. of your time as possible, because time is the commodity here. I mean, you know, yeah. Corey, if his Corey cannot do what he does with his time right now, if he was stuck doing fucking oh, engineering, no you know, 50 hours a week. Yeah, it wasn't. It, you can't do both. You know yeah, what I mean? You can't do it. So. And by and again, watch number six with cheese. You could see where he's putting his time. That those the, the show takes time and dedication. It's fucking phenomenal. Um, yeah. Let, oh yeah. We, we we brought this up before, and I again like we sh- like I I promise we're gonna circle back to food. Um, what would you say regionally? And by the way, I'm a huge regional chain fast food guy. Like I went to uh I went to Omaha for comedy a couple weeks ago. And I had uh, Runza's. Oh, I haven't even heard of that. So Runza's, a uh, Runza is a type of it's it's supposed to be almost like a knish, but like they do it in a sandwich form. And what it is, it's like uh, beef, cabbage, onions. Okay. And they put it on a roll. I really like it. The locals hate it. <laughs> um, you know, so like regional cuisine, regional fast food or chains. Uh, what's your favorite? Oh, man. I, I add Culver's to the mix, too, because even though they're widespread, it's just like I grew up in New York. I never knew what a fucking Culver's yeah, was right. until I got out here. So, yeah. I'd have to say, and this this isn't just because I was in one of their commercials, but I'm a huge Rallies and Checkers fan. Oh, Rallies huge, and Checkers. Bro. My God. When I found out there was that one over here on Division, I'm just like, oh, thank yeah. God. I still haven't gone. I still haven't oh, gone. It, I think it's gone now. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, it ended no, quick. Just, it ended God quick, bro. 
which is hilarious. They didn't last long at all. Those poor Jesus guys. Jesus Christ. They were trying to open for like a year, and then they finally opened like during the pandemic. Yeah, that was what fucked them. Yeah, that was true. They did open we were, during the pandemic. We were the first customers to ever go in there. That's all, I remember that episode. And the second customer was a guy. This is like, like we film at like usually ten thirty in the mornings when I yeah. pick Sean up. So it's probably like eleven or so. The second guy to go in there was a guy who was carrying like, uh, like a, a liter of like black velvet. <laughs> like, like 11 in the morning walking around he just walks in there to get some some rallies and checkers love it so love funny it. actually i had i had the rallies version with rallies and checkers same it's the same thing, thing. it's just yeah, regionally regionally like so when i was in st louis i had uh i had a, the rallies variety and when i was in philly i had the checkers variety yep um yeah where i grew up it's rallies i think it's checkers here maybe yeah it's checkers here yeah it's uh but yeah, like that, I, I'm a big fan. Like if, it, in terms of like, one of the things that they do really well is I don't, I, I don't need any desserts anymore or anything like that. Like I stay away from that level of sugar. Like if yeah. I want sugar, I'll get it. Like maybe in a barbecue sauce or fruit, you know, just because it's like so addictive for me. Like I can't. Oh yeah, can't turn it off once you start. Can't turn it off yeah, once bro. I start. But like if you are, if you are of the ilk to go out and get milkshakes. You can do a lot worse than checkers. They fucking they go hard. They I've have never like, had their milkshake. Holy shit! Like really? their their variety, you know, and they 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 just I love a good milkshake. Love dude. a good milkshake. So they really do a good job with their milkshake. Um, fucking Culver. I love Culver's. Culver's is pretty good. Culver's is pretty good. Uh, all right. What recommendations do you have for my audience when it comes to fat fuckery in general? Oh, dude. For Chicago? For Chicago. Uh, and if you want to throw, like, you know, an idea for, like, hey, put together a core. I want to hear what the Corey Wagner McDonald's order is. Oh, the Corey Wagner McDonald's and, order. And, of course, the Chicago thing that everybody needs to have. Bro, my, my McDonald's order is so simple, and it's based off of, like, high school dollar menu. Yeah. I'm still about the McDouble and medium fry. I just get two McDoubles and a medium fry and feast. And I put my french fries on the McDouble. Yeah. It's simple, but their little onions are fucking fire. And I'm <gasps> such a cheap bastard. Yeah. Like we said, this is what it takes to go live this poor life that we're exactly. like, you know, yeah, stretching yeah, yeah. 15 grand out to survive in Chicago. You got to love the dollar menu. You got to love the dollar you menu. You know? If it's there, you if you're if you go to a, if you are broke and you don't have three items on any dollar menu of any fast food restaurants, then you're not broken. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, so you heard that. That's Corey's. You got to get the fries. You got to get the two McDoubles. Fries go on the McDoubles. That's the Corey Wagner special at McDonald's. And what should people get when they're in Chicago food-wise? I always suggest, I mean, there's like, I could go on forever talking about the different foods you can get in Chicago. There's yeah, so yeah, many. yeah, I know. We've... But my number one thing, and my dad has like talked about taking the train up for a day just to get this because he loves it so much. Yeah. And you having lived in the city, I think we've talked about this a little bit, but Philly's best, Philly's cheesesteak is really? so, so, so good. Mind you, I lived in Philly for two years. Right. Exactly. I'm dying for someone from Philly to try it. The guy who owns it, he's from Philly. Yeah. Um, I haven't had Philly, like from Philly. Yeah, yeah. Cheese, so I don't know. It's, I just know it's the best one I've had in the city. It's so, so tasty. And they have this, uh, you get their fries with the works. Yeah. And they cover their fries with like, just the most cheese ever and the bacon bits they don't use those shitty like store-bought bacon bits yeah they fry bacon and, and cut crumble it up. it up yeah and cut it up and load it on there and so you know why because they're, they're patriots dude, that's this guy why is. yeah this guy i, I want to salute bro. somebody like dude that. this guy a little quick Philly's side best, story really bro. i because I, I pass by them all the time on belmont it's right there down right the block there. from the annoyance why right you know. there it's so good yeah 
I they, used to go to Euro's Menu right next door, which they, same owner. they closed. Yeah, I know, same owner. Yeah, yeah. I used to go there because that honestly that was that great was, too. That was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like, the built, it's like yeah. Subway for Euros. It's for amazing. Euros. By the way, that's something that Chicago needs to get talked up about a lot. Is these are like I, you know, being from New York, you know, we have Greek neighborhoods in New York. You go to Astoria, Queens. So I've had good Euros before. They. A bad euro in Chicago is better than Yo. any good euro I've had. You had Yangos yet? I have not had Yangos yet. I've had I, I did have Yangos, but I didn't have their euros. I had uh, they had a the double burger. cheeseburger yeah. uh, special where you got two yep. cheeseburgers and fries for eight dollars. I'm like, yeah, of course I'm yep. getting that. Yeah, that just the name of that place, Yangos, Yangos. Burgers and stuff and it, stuff and yeah. stuff. <laughs> so funny. How inviting is that? So I mean, come great. On. Like. So you're recommending the Euro at Yango. That's my Euro. And poor Yango, he passed a couple years back, but he was a great dude. He's just this old Greek guy who would always talk to me. Talk, man, to spin this background to the sports betting. He was obsessed with sports betting. I could only understand every third word he said because his accent was so thick. And I just like have such a romanticized idea of like those type of people, like someone from like another country coming over here and like making their awesome food here and just yeah. like being so personable. I loved the whole experience there. And they, dude, it's like three meals. Like the amount of Euro meat they give you I is ridiculous. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Like that's like for, uh, you mentioned before, you said you finally had uh Windy City Euros. Yeah. They do a great Euro. The best sandwich on their menu, in my opinion, is uh, their grilled chicken pita. Okay. Well, I'm glad you told me that because I'm about to try that next time. Uh, this I, is the I, info I need, yeah, bro. It's like, you know, the like, because a good Euro, if you can actually close the pita, you have a bad Euro. Good yeah. Euro. Yeah. A good you got to peel some off on the good ones. Exactly. Save it for tomorrow. Ones. So like it's the same thing except they do that with like this uh this you know Greek seasoned grilled chicken which you know if you get Greek seasoned it's like oregano and yeah, lemony it's so good like it's such a good sandwich they do there like you know they 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 they're not it, don't think it's healthy if you get <laughs> yeah you ain't the going grilled to grilled for no healthy food bro no you get no if you get a salad at Windy City Euros it's greasy like there's no yeah, that's right when I see people eating this salad I'm just like this what you, why yeah dude uh, yeah. there's so many other but why are you here doing that that's like right. you know it's just yeah so uh yeah that's a I would love to have you back on at some point but oh uh, man anytime brother. We're going to call us a wrap. Corey, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram, Corey Wagner, Chicago. On YouTube, we got Corey Wagner. Um, there's the Corey and Sean vlog channel on YouTube. We've got the Mahoney Boy Sketch Comedy channel on YouTube. We've got the Digital Bits stand-up channel on YouTube. That's what I'm partnering with Zach on uh, to go congruently with the stand-up show. We're going to put clips of stand-ups on that channel. Yeah. So there's all I'm, – I'm telling you guys, I'm putting out so much content. We've obviously talked about the number six with Cheese channel. Um, so a lot of YouTube. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm always showing what I'm doing in the city on there. Um, so, yeah, that's those, those are the main spots. Great. And I will make sure to put that in the description of the episode as well so you guys could click on just links, you know, because, you know. Make it easy. Make it easy. You guys can't miss out on number six with cheese. Five so days a week, guys. We're putting out videos for putting number out, six with cheese. Putting out Monday new videos. Monday through Friday. Uh, and again, they, you know, become a subscriber, man. They're very interactive. Like, I, I listen, I make it my business, even if I don't watch it. I, <laughs> Comment. Yeah. Uh, so Corey knows this, like, uh, like uh, especially because I don't watch any of the alcohol episodes because I don't drink. Right? Yeah, yeah. So but it's just like, and which is great that you have them. Like, they, they have reviewed every single fucking <laughs> yeah. alcoholic seltzer imaginable. Cruising through them. Cruising through them. But like even because I 
this is how algorithms work. You know, I'll just put comment in yeah, there. Yeah, you know? we love that, dude. That's how Beat we the show algorithm, support. brother. You got to pick the algorithm. You know, it's yep. a, it helps out. And by the way, you could do that with my podcast. Hit me up, Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Instagram, Facebook, Gmail. By, by all means, I will interact with you back. All one person who's ever sent me an email ever. Um, and yeah, like and subscribe. I don't care if you. Well, actually, I do care if like, subscribe, download, and don't even listen to the episode. Just get my numbers up, fuckers. God damn it! I'm providing content. <laughs> That's here. right. Yeah, thank you. This is from a person who's paying his bills with content. He could tell you all that shit helps out. That's right. All right, Corey Wagner. Thank you so much, and guys, take care. Have a good day. <laughs>